Hey, Soulful Ratchet Ministry, we decided to do a part two of the chakras and it was so much material and so much information and helps you align with your self-love. Here's episode number two. So let's get out of our box for a second and understand the third eye and self-reflect. This one is a little complex. Um, it's darkest blue, purple, indigo, and it's about self-reflection. It's the sixth chakra. Um, and I would say that people have really demonized this chakra and they turned it into sixes and, you know, opening your third eye is a, is a demonic thing to do, but it does not have to be uh, seen that way. But there's so much power in it that people don't want you to have that power. So it's easier to make it the devil's thing. And that would go for anything. People do that too, so that you can't have power in this situation and to keep you in your box. So this is where you want to see deeply. And it's the hardest to open because you've got to have everything else under it in alignment. And we're at we're almost at seven. So this is six. So you want to see deeply versus having a lack of vision or viewing things as impossible. Most people's third eyes are blocked because this is your this is what you consider your vision center. Um, being able to see having a vision for your life or being able to see things that most people can't see even supernaturally we close it because sometimes we can see things coming and we're like dang I saw that how did I see that and it doesn't make sense to us so we don't understand the things that don't make sense so we decide that that didn't happen where you actually have the ability to know things before they happen so um most third eyes are blocked if you think about the ancient Egyptians, they had large pineal glands, which is really what you can call it the third eye, you can call it the pineal gland. If you think you see pictures where there's like this large lump in their forehead and they actually were able to live in their power, and that's part of the reason why they were revered as kings and queens. They had all this, this ancient knowledge from past ancestors and forward and that made people fearful of them. So it's in your forehead, between your eyes. It's balance, pure intuition. Some people would even call it psychic. It divides the hemispheres of your brain and your body, and you're able to see on multiple planes. So if you read the book, it's called Seat of the Soul. This is what they consider the, the third eye chakra. It's the seat of the soul. You're able to have vivid dreams. I can't get through the seat of the soul. Yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm still in the random. middle of it. It's one of those books you just have to keep, you know, mm -hmm. reading. And then when you're done, you're like, I want to read it again. So things that you see in your dreams can actually happen while you're awake. If you seek to understand that, you could possibly start to remember your past lives. And that has actually happened for me you can see them in your dreams you can see them through other people who have their third eyes open they can see things for you if you think about people who are prophetic right people who have been able to tell you things from your past or what's going to happen in the future and it came to pass we call it like prophesying in in the christian faith right same thing in this world they call it third eye so the easiest way to understand it is the third eye is to look, see, and then see beyond. You think of deja vu, which is the layering of worlds at the same time. So deja vu is a real thing. It shows you a reality to come. You could also, if you let yourself understand this, have telepathy 
with another human at the same time. I was trying to understand why I kept having stream of my ex. I'm like, I'm over him. But he keep coming in my dreams every night. Every night. And then I'm like, when I started working on this, I started thinking of it the other day. Like, what if he's thinking of me when I'm thinking of him? What if we're really talking to each other? Either when I'm asleep or, you know, what have you. And next thing I know, I see him lurking on my social media. I'm like, got it. You know, and then I stop worrying about what all of those things mean. Then I meet somebody with almost his same, his same name, his same profession, look like him, and he's able to help me on the chakra work, and that taught me compassion. So in the third eye, you can pick up old info. Some people would consider time traveling from yourself or ancestors. I would caution people not to use drugs to open your third eye. It happens a lot. That's why people like, you know, doing those things. <laughs> I won't, I'm not going to tell you drugs are bad, but what I will tell you is that um, you, can, you can open your third eye without planning to, and then you got to deal with that. So you want, I'm very big on um, making sure you do this part of the work when you're ready because you're going to be able to see some things you hadn't planned on seeing. You know, you can't necessarily control. At first I was scared because I had read all these stories about people opening their third eye and they start seeing entities or things that, Mm -hmm. you know, dark things Mm -hmm. or what have you. Um, But it is possible if you do the work that I told you about on the lower chakras that you'll have the tools to face whatever you see. It's also possible to control that you don't see things you don't want to see. You see exactly what you asked to see. Um, and so you think about that. There's an exercise you can do where you can say, you know, show me um, myself in 30 years. What am I going to be doing? You know, you can play with your third eye in that way. Mm. There's so many things you can play with, but I won't get into that because that's for you on your journey. I've been cautioned not to only live in your third eye. Some people, when they get to that part and they start opening those things, they're like, I just want to stay here. Then you forget to eat. You forget to, like, eliminate waste. Like, you're just, you, you've met those people who are just, they just seem like they're all in the clouds. They are not here. Um, they're just, you know, everywhere. Sometimes they'll say, people who seem like they are um, mentally challenged, you may see homeless people on the street talking to themselves or things like they may have certain chakras open, things that they understand that you don't. And it, it seems like they're just talking to themselves, they're talking all crazy. But they may be communicating with whoever they have that chakra open with. You know, there, there are things. So you don't want to discount what you're seeing as, oh, that person is messed up. You know, it's just maybe uh, a part of themselves that they understand that they have open that you don't. So I try to think of that when I see people that seem crazy. It's like, mm, they're not really crazy. It's just how it comes across to you. So important thing when you're working on your third eye is that you have to stay grounded so that you don't lose yourself. And remember that what we're seeing is specific to us, and it guides your specific path. And so you can play with that way if you want to. Do what you will. I am still working on third eye. I, I'll report back to the thing about the things I saw later, <laughs> but I'm still working on it. I've been actually using a crystal that is related to the third eye and to sleep with it under my pillow so that I can work on my dreams. And then, because I can't always remember my dreams, but they are wild sometimes. So what I do when I do remember is to get up immediately and then write down what you dreamed about. And then you'll be able to look back 
to see with your dream work what things meant. It's not always about being awake and opening your third eye. Things can happen while you're asleep. So with the Ajna, um, is that what it's called? A J N A, the third eye chakra. Your pineal pineal gland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my understanding. It's more. It is about to. Um, like like you said, as far as like um, having psychic abilities, mm-hmm. some people that open it up sometimes can see themselves in um, other lives. Yep, um, absolutely. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can see things you just didn't plan on seeing. Mm-hmm. Or you can a, see what, exactly what you asked to see. I had a patient. She said that from the moment she had birth to her son, she always felt sorry. Like, I just want to say I'm sorry to my son all the time. I just want to show him I'm sorry. I just want to ask him for forgiveness all the time. No matter how good of a mother I was to him, I always felt indebted to him and sorry. Um, And her son has always felt upset with her and resentful, like, Mm -hmm. forever. Like, from day one, didn't want to breastfeed kind of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. just always, they always had this relationship where she was sorry and he was upset. And it wasn't until she opened up her, um, she called it her... Yeah, Ajna, where she saw in her previous life, she murdered him. Mm -hmm. I've heard of things like that before. Mm -hmm. That's a little, I don't know how deep that is for our listeners here. (laughs) But yeah, I'm not opposed to seeing the possibility of that. Someone, I think it was my yoga instructor, who was trying to figure out why she was so afraid of the possibility of herself getting killed. And she was able to find out when she opened her when she opened her third eye that she had been murdered in a past life, and that is why she had this worry all the time. And with that understanding, she's not worried about that, you know. So that is how this healing can help you if you were to let it. It's helping you understand yourself because sometimes we think this like dimension that we're in right now is all that there is. But mm-hmm. in any faith, you believe that as you die, you move on and you go to heaven. So how can you possibly think that this is it, earth? This is it, you know? And so it's about healing from past trauma, trauma you didn't even understand happened. Ancestral and trauma, trauma from your family, generational curses. Like that is all important in this chakra healing. I'm going to crowns, the last one. Um, This one is associated with peak experiences. This is where you download information intuitively. You'll have awareness of your unlimited potential. This is where you're you're able to understand your divine and what your assignment is and what your powers are. When it's open, you feel a oneness with all creation imbalance of your crown chakra is having no respect for life which we see a lot of in certain populations Mm -hmm. Um, no respect for life depressed can't learn rigid on religion imbalance is to release all attachment which is the ultimate enlightenment you worry about nothing you understand your divinity and so for me the crown chakra was about I think working on that rigid on religion piece, being able to respect the religion and the path that I was brought in on and being able to see how that's helpful so that I can't be upset with the black church experience and the things that happened there that I didn't appreciate, but be able to see, ah, this is why people love the Bible. This is why they 
love their God. This is why other religions love their God. Unfortunately, it's brought war um, when we get into power struggles and thinking this is right and that is right and this is right. Um, but just being able to see the oneness of all creation that could also lead you to not wanting to eat meat or animals. <laughs> so you have to be careful and be ready for that. Our, um, one of my gurus, who I mentioned earlier, he was telling me, look, you're going to get to a point where you're not going to want to eat meat anymore. And he said, I wish that I knew before I opened my crown that I wasn't going to eat meat. I would have ate all the meat I could. <laughs> How about that's where I'm at? But it is wearing on my conscience because my flesh is so weak. Yeah. So yeah. now when I'm eating meat, I'm feeling like depressed, like for hours post that. There's a reason So I like that. told my husband, I was like, I'm going to have to let it go because it's wearing on my whole being. Yeah. And food is not supposed to do that. Like immediate gratification is one thing, but it's like playing Russian roulette, like almost like having sex without a condom. Mm -hmm. It's like you are going to be thinking about it hours mm -hmm. after. So don't even do the initial activity. And that's where, because initially when I first got sick, I was like, I'm probably making myself sick because I um, ate chicken. Right. And I'm not like, and I know this is weird for like, you know, like if I'm talking to Sharia, it's like, wow, all of a sudden fucking meat is making you depressed. <laughs> but it's like, because I now have a different respect for every living creature. Yeah. And I no longer think that I'm about to cry. Be only because my mental is not getting me to the point where my flesh can reject the the meat, you know yeah. what I mean? It takes time. So I'm having a hard time with that because I don't want to, I no longer want to eat meat. Yeah. It like without think it, about this how long you've been eating meat. You know? <laughs> right. You've been eating meat for a very long time. You're changing your entire life. And when you start doing this work, you know, chakra work or anything, anything like this work, you, um, it changes you. It's not just changing you um, physically, it's changing you mentally. It's not just changing you mentally, it's changing you physically. You know, like all of that works together so why would we think that we're going to get enlightened about all these other things and not get enlightened about the food we eat and the things yeah. we put in our body i didn't see you that know. part coming girl and that's exactly what and my, guru my said. whole immediate gratification part and has not caught up to the mental part of this and it is taking its toll on me it's tough it's tough but it's good like i'm excited when i hear people and the changes that they're making i'm not there yet i said this is my last season of me like but Sometimes when I eat it, it just tastes like rubber or something. It's just weird. It's a it just tastes it's a habit that we so because I've been to. doing so much of this work that it doesn't it doesn't satisfy me because at the end of the day, it's the foods of the earth that are going to nourish me. So when you're working at these higher chakras, you're eating things that are like blueberries, you know, like things that are um, grapes and, and those colors, those those dark fruit light things things that aren't heavy on your body because you're working on your light body your divine chakra so you got to think what would what would a goddess eat <laughs> right exactly, exactly. You know, think I, about I, I say that like what would god what would goddess dorothy do what would queen how would queen dorothy move right it sounded a little hotep oh. i know it's not when yeah. we do this it well, sounds a little what? hotep they always the talking about me that's exactly how i feel and i'm having a hard time like y'all just almost saw me cry about being a vegetarian because i'm telling you my flesh is having a hard time with this but mentally it is taking its toll i actually thought i thought myself into being sick behind the kfc you can and do that that's possible i haven't had i haven't had meat in like four days and i don't miss it it's just the idea of like when i think of myself i'll be like i am not a pile of vegetables kind of girl mm -hmm. 
but I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I saw that post. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's me and my my turmoil. Like I'm actually thinking myself into some kind of depression right now. Don't worry about it. Eventually, you're gonna get to the place where somebody's gonna be asking you. So how did you do it? And yeah. you'll be giving advice. But yes. it, all of this takes time. That's another thing. And this work has taught me about time being an illusion. It doesn't, everything doesn't happen the next day. Like I'm, I'm all about divine order. I'm all about seeing something I want and understanding. It's not time for me to have that yet, but I will have it soon. Like that's exactly how I see things. I'm not worried about what this other person has that I don't have because I also understand that if I had that thing right now, I probably couldn't handle it. You know, so mm. that's that. I'm that way about love and relationships. I understand that if I do meet my king when it's time, I understand, you know, how all this work is going to is going to add up later. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I'm going to keep working on myself because it's going to be so good when he gets mm-hmm. me. Like, he's mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, my God. Most waiting. of the people that I've broken up with has been because they're like, you're too good for me. What? <laughs> Well, can't we just work on being better together? Mm-hmm. But either way, it's just more um, more fun for me. So let's go for healing chakras. Um, working on the crown, silence serves the crown chakra. Being quiet, meditating, getting to your divinity um, requires you to, to be silent, lose your ego that's here on, on earth. Um, you want to meditate. You want to focus on the colors, each one, one at a time. You'll start to see the colors. Like, no joke. I can't wait to hear from you. And when you start seeing these colors like I did. Um, Breathing. Breathing exercises really help you. So all of this stuff is in your body already. All of this healing that you're trying to do, you don't have to seek outside sources. It's in there. Even God, like, it's in there. And I was trying to explain to someone because she's like, I really haven't done this work because I'm – I'm just trying to get close. I feel like I have to get closer to God, and I'm I, I'm so confused about religion. I just don't understand. I'm like, that's because you don't know where God is yet. But once you do, this will all unlock for you. You'll understand where God lives, and you don't have to necessarily seek outside sources to get to the God that's already there, to get to what God has already put in you. And you got gifts that I don't even have. I want to see what your gifts are, you know. Again, I said before, yoga poses helps to heal these chakras. Nutrition helps to heal these chakras. So if you're eating right, your chakras, imagine what your chakras are going to be able to do, right? So that's kind of the goal. If if you work on this vegetarian lifestyle, vegan lifestyle, imagine what your chakras are going to look like on top of that because you're not putting trash on top of it. You're not putting, you know, all of these artificial things on top of it and that's goals for me you know I want to stop eating uh, MSG so I can actually open my chakras correctly it helps to put crystals under your pillow or on your body so you might want to put like a red carnelian stone um, or a tiger's eye where your root chakra is to help you open it up and understand it and give you better power to heal that chakra to help you understand crystals those are tools Simply, you don't have to use the crystals. If you don't understand them, that's perfectly fine. But if you get yourself some crystals, you'll be surprised how much faster the work you're trying to do happens. You want to set intentions. I think the biggest thing that I ever preach is set your intentions. Decide what you're working on. And the Bible will tell you, as a man thinketh, so is he. So you need to think so that you can be what you need to 
that what you're trying to be. So if you're if I'm working on willpower and I know that I need to sacrifice, I'm constantly setting that intention. London, you have to sacrifice. Write things down. Write it all down so that it help you remember so that you're not walking around aimlessly. And remember that everything that you need is inside of you already. And it's extremely important to watch other people's energy. Watch the people around you. And while I'm being honest, be careful who you have sex with because that energy attaches itself. You know, they talk about it, pH balance. You can throw out somebody's pH balance. Yeah, that too. But I've had to undo the energies I've taken in. That stuff is real. You believe in soul ties? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you got to do the work to undo that. You're like, man, why do I feel like... We should have an episode on soul ties. Yeah. It's like, why do I feel like that old dude? Why I got his problems? I didn't have those problems before I met him. Ain't that the truth? That's the real talk. <laughs> right? And that's and so soul ties is a, is a word. This is all language, right? Mm-hmm. Chakras, language, meditation, language, soul ties. That's all language to help us understand what's happening with our spirit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what I have to say about chakras. You have any further questions for me? Um. So I know you're still working on your chakras and making them all strong and getting them aligned or whatever. I know you're working up from the base. I was like, you know what? I was looking up chakras, even though everybody know me and I'm kind of a perv. But I heard that sex is better when all your um, seven chakras are aligned. I can attest to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ladies, y'all hear that? When y'all together and it comes together, your spirit and your body, oh. Let me warn you about that, though, okay? Let me tell you about stalkers, okay? You have to be careful for those of you who are single and out here working on your chakras and you got stuff figured out. People are attracted to that energy. They're like, ooh, this person has themselves together. I want that. So you think they want you because they, you find you cute. Part of what they want is that energy you got going on too. And so when they get it, especially when you let them inside of your temple, your energy, mm-hmm. like that's why the Bible will warn about things like that. So mm-hmm. I don't follow biblical principles because Jesus said or the Bible said, or I think I'm going to hell. Sometimes I follow them and I don't follow them all the time explicitly, but sometimes I follow them because they right, man. They're right about this whole letting somebody in your temple and protecting your temple, protecting your body because people, there have been people who I have been intimate with whom I could not get rid of because they're like, it's, a, it's an energy exchange and it makes them feel better. It's not all about the physical of it, but there's a spiritual thing happening there. And they're like, I want that again. And I want to experience it again and again and again. I'm like, no, nah, I'm tired. <laughs> like, so that's real yeah. talk, though. You can you can make somebody feel better, and they be addicted to you and mm. your presence and your. They're energy. addicted to your energy, yeah. And then you got to do all your chakra work all over again because you got their stuff on top of your stuff. Like it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have to be very selective uh, upon whom you let inside. 
<laughs> but we are so grateful that you came by and had this conversation with us because most of our listeners this is a different like you said terminology um something they've never even heard of and because it's based off the show itself is just based off self-love and putting yourself first and being the best version of you i wanted to have this conversation you know thanks for you know listening to little old me and i tell people all the time i ain't shit like <laughs> I really do not have it all together. I'm working on myself all the time. Um I'm big on, you know, just allowing people to experience me as I am and not being committed to the outcome. It's like, oh, I'm sorry if that offended you. I work on it. You know, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm working on these chakras every day. Mm-hmm. Right? But it it's very evident when you start working on them. Everybody starts seeing it. And they're like, what are you doing? How can I do it? You'll see. You will see. I would like to remind you, Sheree Queen, for this. Well, if this was a year ago, it would have bothered you, too. You would have <laughs> handled good. it different, too. That's good. She's giving you a, a, a measure there, metrics. Oh, she just be trying to remind me not to, uh, don't judge her. Exactly. That's really what it is. No <laughs> yeah. reminder. Like, yeah, you go on through your journey and you are at a different <sighs> level than I am. We call it 40. We be like, Dor- Dorothy act like she already 40 years old. <laughs> don't nothing bother her. Man, I couldn't wait to get out of my 20s. I'm so happy to be here in these 30s. I tell people that all the time. When people are like, you, you wouldn't do 23 again? No. No, uh-huh. absolutely not. Gosh, no, I was I really an idiot. Go back to the beginning of the 30s, though. Yeah, this is fun. This is fun. Girl, you I, you still at the beginning. You ain't yeah, even made it to 35. I love this part. It's, yeah. I'm self-aware. I don't take anything personal. Like you said, I'm not even really about outcomes as much as I want to enjoy the process. Yeah. I'm okay. I respect it. Please respect me. Don't offend me. The offended offend. I try not to take anything personal, though. Yeah. But I yeah. feel like when you're in this emotional state, like even though you're trying to make changes with your life, you get a lot of people from the outside, like trying to disturb whatever you, and then it's like you got to kind of revert back, which is what like yeah. you're talking about. Absolutely, like, those are your tests. That's that's yeah. to test whether or not you got that chakra in line. That's you know that's important. And I ain't even I ain't even indulged in that yet. It's more or less like trying to just be okay. I'm trying to protect my energy and right. I'm trying to come in a better place. But then you got somebody else coming from the left, like you like. Okay, all right. I'll talk to you later. And then yeah. I call her like, I cannot believe. I should have right. snapped off. I can't even believe I let that slide. That was shade. You know, I have like, a friend. Kinda, you know. Yeah, I have a friend who's actually experiencing that with her road rage. And she's like, it's amazing because we were ride to work together. And she was just like, man, I'm not. Look at, look at how I'm just letting these things happen. I'm not screaming. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Look at you. You set your intentions and you're changing. Like you have the, for me, I'm excited that you, what you're showing is you have the ability to change the way you operate. You can choose. It's all, everything we talked about today is about choices, mm-hmm. about choosing. You know, you don't have to have real rage. You don't have to snap on these people. You could if you want to, if you want to indulge your ego that way. Who wins when you do that? Like I ask myself a lot of questions before I even take action on anything. Which usually leads me to be like super chill. <laughs> like ends up being super chill. Why is that bothering me? That's, that's what I ask I myself. I don't even ask myself what, questions. What's going Maybe on? Maybe I should now? start. Yeah. I mean, well, I ask myself after the conversation is over, like, well, 
why would she try to throw shade at me? I ain't even do nothing to her. Mm-hmm. And then it makes me want to go back into that moment and then snap off and then I won't have to think about it. Yeah, I used to do that. I used to have those <laughs> internal snaps and I would have said, and when she said, and this is what I'm going to do next time, you know, and now I, don't, I have no feelings. Like, if anything, that worries people. They're like, why are you so emotionless? Like, you used to be, you used to have so many feelings. I'm like, I don't, I don't care anymore. Like, I have no Fs to give. I mean, like, that girl was rude way before she got to me. Why would that bother me? Yeah. I have no feelings. It's ama- It's interesting because when I do have feelings, I'm like, wow, you really, you know, messed with my vibration, man. I was doing good. How did you get me there? That's how I look at Ray. That's how I look at Ray. When he messed with my, and they know that. When he messed with my vibration, I'd be like, this mother, why do you have control? It's usually the people that we love the most. Connie is someone who can who can change my vibration easily because I care about her the most I would think out of anyone I care about. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry guys. But <laughs> she's one of the, she's the closest to me. We've had the most experiences together. So if, if she's upset at me, I can't handle it. Like, I have to go in another place and have to, like, really get myself together because I'm like, why she mad? What we got to do? We got to get through this. Like, she can throw off my chakras without intending to, to do that. She is a bit much, though. She can throw off some chakras. She's my test. And my kids used to be, my kids used to get me going, too. But now, I don't even take what they do personally um, because... I I used to be like if whatever they did was an offense against me or like if I said don't do this and they did this anyway or I advised them to like say for instance um, I advised Rihanna to stay away from boys or something like that mm-hmm. and she didn't it would be like oh my goodness I didn't um, it's an offense against me and my me being a mother. You know, or something like that. I used to take it all personal. Right. And it has nothing to do yes, with you. It at has all. nothing to do with me. She's yeah. her own spirit. She's her own soul trying to find her way. And she has to go through these things. And it's my job to provide a. That's a why I haven't had children yet because that, that just scares me. Like somebody else's soul. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> it, it's no longer scary to me. It used to be scary to me to the point I had to control everything. Yeah. But now I'm way more like. She has to go through this, and it's my responsibility to steward her mm-hmm. from that environment that she remains safe. Right. But she's going to do wrong. She's going to mm-hmm. go through these things so that she can learn from them. Right. Period. Point blank. And even with Big Ray, I used to have an idea of what he's supposed to be, how he's supposed to act. And if he didn't do those things, those things would disturb my peace. Now it's more or less like he is still his own, even though he's my husband and we decided to become one, he's still his own self, learning his own paths and things that he has to go through to be a better husband or be a better man Mm -hmm. and I can't take that personal because he is maybe not there or not what I said a husband you know should do or say but all of that came through this journey closes out you know (laughs) (laughs) thanks for tuning in guys don't forget to follow us on Facebook follow us on Instagram like us on Facebook like us on Instagram comment make sure y'all give us y'all feedback email us if y'all have any questions so for ratchet at gmail.com and dorothy don't forget to let your soul glow